Hello, good evening and welcome to episode 27 of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This evening we're going to discuss some of our players in the World Cup. For example, Ozil was benched against Germany the other night, first time since 2010. Shaka and that spinning goal. Um, VAR, what have you thought of it? Banega, Toria, and who are we going to get rid of? We'll also touch on safe standing. Enjoy the show. Evening, lads. How are we? Tonight, I'm joined by uh, Johnny from Essex, Johnny Hubbard, and we're joined by Mike from that very famous Norfolk town called Scunthorpe. Again, uh, no, it is Lincolnshire. I do know it's Lincolnshire. It was just my cock up somewhere along the line. How are we doing, lads? All good. All good. Thanks for having me back, mate. Yeah, no, no. Both of you are very welcome, and thank you for stepping in. Um, and uh, helping us out on this. So, like, you know, it's good to have different people on and um, different opinions. Uh, Mike, I think you, uh, did you enjoy your sauna on London Underground? Yeah, it, it was uh, hot, sweaty and uh, surrounded by ugly people. Oh, normally I was going to say it was sounding quite good until the ugly people bit came in. I thought it was a party that I should have gone to. Yeah, well, I work in Mayfair at the moment, so all the good looking people, they don't bother to go on the tube. No, they get a Rolls Royce home. So you wouldn't know what one of those are, uh, Mike, would you? Um, it's like a big thing with wheels and an engine. You don't have them up north. No, no, we just stick by the horse and carriage here still. <laughs> Come on. Get it horse hell. and trap. Yay! Mm. I got whip it, go down to pub. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not we're going to Yorkshire. T- it doesn't matter. You're so north Northern. of bloody St. Albans. We've done all that. <laughs> no, for what for Gap? Here we go. There we go. There we, we go. go. So what did we make of Ozil being benched? First time since 2010. Did it work for the Germans? Go on, Who Johnny, wants to I'll go first? <laughs> well, it, it wasn't working before, and they didn't really notice him when he wasn't there. He, he may as well have been on the pitch the amount of, uh, that he actually noticed him in the first game. Mike? I wasn't impressed uh, <laughs> with him in the first game. Uh in all fairness, I haven't impressed. I haven't really been impressed with him. End of last season, he very rarely played. I believe it was due to a back injury, and I'd say that with the apostrophes at either side of that. So I'm just not sure about him anymore. Is he? Does he cut it still? We'll see in the new I, season with a new manager. Uh, I was just about to say, new season, new manager. We'll see where he's going. Um, and Unai and Per apparently they're into a bit of um, <clears throat> anal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Whoever, whoever's uh, put that uh, picture on the magazine, it must have been their last day. Uh, yeah, I don't think they'll be at the, in, in the building for much longer. Mike, did you not see it? Yeah, There's I saw it. The, the cover of the magazine. It was the comment on the side that um, and Per is going to let the academy players know how to inject the Arsenal DNA into them or something like that. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think the quote was uh, he's going to try and inject his Arsenal DNA into them. Yeah, there were some funny comments across the forum on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so we've um, had quite a few Arsenal players um, in action uh, across the uh, across the World Cup. Um, Danny Welbeck hasn't had a shout at, uh, ha- hasn't had a shot yet. Uh, 
Ozil we've touched on. He will be, I said the last time, didn't get a kick of the ball. Yes, he did. He just was pathetic and he didn't really do very well. Uh, Nacho Manreal, has he, has he had a turnout for the Spanish yet? He's not played no. yet. No, not a minute. No, no. And David Espina had a great game um, for Colombia. 3-0 uh, win over um, Chesney. Sorry, Poland. Had to be better than his first. His first was a right calamity. He was. He was. He was a bit poor. Um, and we had El Neni. They're going home, the Egyptians. But I think they've done quite well. Yeah, I think uh, El Neni shown. You know, he's still got that engine. Yeah. And uh, he's injured. He wouldn't even know he was injured. Uh, what we thought was going to keep him out the first few games, let alone, you know, in play. I think he played every game now. He's. Uh, I think he's done really, really well. And um, Lick Steiner. There we go, Manny, just because he's not on. Lick Steiner, um, he's had a few good games as well for the Swiss. Um, he has got an engine on him as well uh, for an old fella. Um, have you been impressed? I've always been impressed with him. Uh, I think he has been a very decent player throughout his whole career. Uh, you can show that with his trophy cabinet, probably at home, especially when he's been at Juventus. Yes. Seven Serie R's back-to-back. Yes, seven Serie A's, and how many of their equivalent of the FA Cups as well? He's had a few of them, and four, four yeah. or five, I think. Yeah. yeah. And finally, Joel Campbell. Um, he's had a few games for Colombia. I think he's come on Columbia. Costa Rica. Yeah, Colombia. Sorry, what did I say? It's meant to be Costa Rica. You, Costa Rica. You said Colombia. <laughs> you, you're going to ruin me today, aren't you? you I am. You've now you've got over your nerves, haven't you? I have. <laughs> oh, Wait shit. till we I get thought... to the uh, Swede. <laughs> yeah, who's going to feel like a fucking turnip? That's for sure. <laughs> Norfolk Manny... <laughs> Yeah, Norfolk Quart. <laughs> uh, uh, Ma- Manny sends his love to everybody. He's in uh, New Orleans. He's got uh, left Texas and he's in New Orleans. He was going to try and join us today, um, but he's drinking Hurricane since 10 a.m. this morning. It's now what are the five hours behind us? So it's now. Uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so he shit faced. Uh, so he won't even know if I make any mistakes. Um, so Joel Campbell, yeah, Costa Rica. He's he came on at least. I saw him come on once, and I think he started one game, didn't he? Yeah. But he's he's again okay tournament. But he was asked about uh, remaining as an Arsenal player because his contract is due up for negotiation or renewal shortly and he just said he was going to concentrate on his World Cup game um, and worry about his football afterwards. He knew who he was or something like that was the, the phrase he said. But one guy who's had a, had a good a good game and um, from a little bit of a suspect start um, to his first game, he scored a cracker of a goal in Granite Xhaka. Did you see that goal for Swiss? I think that was. I think it was lucky that uh, uh, was it the, the defender. Uh, I think it's Matic. Or, okay. Or uh, no, I uh, Ivanovic used to play for Chelsea. He slid in, and it just skimmed over the top of him, and it 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 went in. But if he would have stood, if he'd have just stood up, he would have gone straight into the middle of him. And apart from that, he had a terrible game. He basically played exactly the same as he's played for Arsenal a lot this season and gave the ball away a lot. But in, I didn't think he had a great game. I think it was a lucky goal. He might have hit it really well. I think people have said, especially in the first game, that he, he was spraying the ball all over the place and getting nowhere with it and mispassing and everything else. Uh, I didn't watch the second game, but I had got a message from my... 
um, my daughter's boyfriend, and he goes, wow, does Granite Shaka always scores goals like that? And I messaged him back going, uh, was it from about 25 metres out, 20 metres out, and it was just a screamer? And he went, yeah, about that. And I said, yeah, he does those, but you know, he'll probably take 25, 30 shots beforehand uh, before he uh, ever scores one of those goals again. So, yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a good goal, but one in 30, does it really cut it? No. No, but People. then again, he's that. That's not always paid to. He's not paid to score goals, really, is he? They're all I still they're don't all, know what he's paid for. He's he's <laughs> paid to win football matches. We can't win them without scoring. True, but there's there's people ahead of him that should be scoring the goal. He's there to supply the ball to them, break up play, and bring the ball forward, isn't he? Yeah, well, I think from what, what we was sold originally when he first came to Arsenal. He was sold as a, the next big defensive midfielder. He hasn't been that. He's not a defensive midfielder in my eyes at all. I and think, yeah, he's more he's more a deep lying playmaker who can't really playmake. That's your argument. He can't he can't pass a ball very well. Can he? Well, okay. But with with the possible addition of Taria. Uh, Toraria, uh, is it? Yeah, Toraria. And at the moment, Benega is looking far more and more likely. And watching him in the first half of the Argentinian match, fucking snap him up. He is brilliant. So do you, do you reckon we get Benega over Toraria or get both? Both. both. Uh, they're both different style of players. Yeah. Um, as you saw, Toraria at Uruguay uh, last night, unbelievable. Nothing was getting past him at all. Uh, every, little, everything okay. everything that he did pretty much was spot on. I think he made maybe one or two mistakes along the line, but even still, everyone's allowed the day where they make a couple, but he was fantastic majority of that game. Yeah. Um, his tackling, absolutely brilliant. Uh, and he doesn't, he doesn't do anything special. He doesn't, he, you'll never notice him. But he's an old school he, defensive mid. It's as yeah. simple as that. Yeah, he was there to protect their back four, and he did it brilliantly. He did the job that he was meant to do. And like you say, for a little guy, unbelievable. Yeah, low centre of gravity. It did remind me a lot of Kante, or that sort of-esque of player. So explain to me... Gilberto Silva. Well, to be honest, I... I've said it a few times on previous podcasts. I put El Neni in that sort of category because of just the engine of doing uh, a very honest day's work for an honest day's money. Uh, understated player. Uh, that's where I put um, El Neni and Gilberto Silva in the same sort of mould. Although Silva is obviously a far superior player, but El Neni is growing in stature, in, in in my opinion. I think in a lot of Arsenal fans' opinions, they're thinking, well, actually, he's much, much better than, than they thought. Yeah, I think I think uh, we might have jumped the gun a bit, giving him the m- number four show. I do love him as a player. He, ne- he just never stops running. He's got a brilliant engine. He's a great squad player, but he's not the, you know, the first name you put on the team sheet. No, but if you see him on the team sheet, you're not going to complain. Yeah, but when you see him on the team sheet, you, you you're more likely to think, well, if he's playing, who isn't? Okay, okay, that's uh, yeah, very that's common. A good, it's a good argument. It's uh, yeah. one of them ones. If you've got Torreya and Benega and Ramsey, who probably will play in that sort of position, the deep midfield position, uh, and you see El Nene on, you're going to ask the question why, especially against teams such as Chelsea, Man U. 
when we need someone really like the Torreira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so, Elneny so... is going to be one there really to be resting players. Okay. But, and so you mentioned Ramsey there as well. So you've got Benega. Again, you'll have to excuse my ignorance with international footballers in the sense that I don't watch very much of the Spanish-Italian leagues. Um, I know Benega is at Atletico's, or is he at Sevilla? Sevilla. 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 Okay, he's at Sevilla. He is Unai's man. Um, He has played with him, I think, at Valencia as well. Did he? Am I correct in saying that? Uh, no, he played with him at Sevilla, didn't he? I don't think he played. I, at... I know he played. He played at Sevilla, definitely. But yeah, I, thought he, I don't think he, he played he... at Valencia. Okay, but he, he is was he at, uh, Inter Milan before that. He was on okay. loan at Inter last year. So explain to me what sort of player he is and and where you see him fitting in. If we have got Torreira, if we have got Shaka, if we have got El Neni, and then you chuck Ramsey in the mix as well. So. What happens, Ramsey? Do we sell Ramsey to free up some of the cash that we're overspending on our fifty million pound bed, uh, budget? I think well, it's being overlooked that uh, we do have a homegrown quota, which uh, Ramsey falls into. So the likes of the players that I've been talking about getting rid of, I've overlooked it myself when you're talking about Welbeck going, Chambers going. You know these these fringe players; they still count as homegrown. Okay, and, yeah, that's uh, true. That's a good point. We still need to maintain these this quota. So even if we do sell some of these, I mean, even someone like Emmy Martinez counts as homegrown because he came through the youth system. Because he was there before uh, he was 16. twenty-one, and he or what's the rules on it? Is it? He has to have trained. <laughs> Sorry, the... I'm getting slightly distracted. I've just seen pictures of Messi's goal and um, Maradona. Uh, yeah. celebrating in the stands. Dancing There's been with the uh, so Nigerian many... fan. Uh, sorry, what's that? He's dancing with a Nigerian fan. Uh, yeah, I think he's dancing with Colombian fans. He's dancing with like lots of horses in the sky or something like that. I don't know what. He's <laughs> but... dancing, but we don't know what on. <laughs> well, we do know what on, but we're not uh, yeah, to we say. do. We do. We're not going to get get sued. And there was also a picture of um that Colombian. Was it Colombian? Keeper, our player from you with the big hair from yeah, it might, and he looked like he had, was at the same party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly but, what you mean. Yeah, but um, so where do, I know you're talking about the homegrown players. Where where, where do you see Bentega, Taria, uh, and and the other players fitting in? Bentega. Yeah, Bentega. Bentega. Don't fucking pick me up again, <laughs> Jesus! What did I say? I will. I'm having You it. said Bentega and it's Benega. Benega. Oh, Bentega. You know what? I work in the car industry, so I'm thinking of the Bentley. Yeah. yeah. God, that was a fucking good get out, wasn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really. I've seen about three dozen of them in Mayfair today, and I didn't think of that either. They're fucking ugly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. So, where do you see Benega, Taria, and, and, and the likes all fitting in? I think I think it's a balanced thing. You got with the amount of games that we're going to play, it is a it is a squad game, especially when we want to go further in um, in Europe. And uh, Emery is known for ha- playing his squad, having a, a nucleus of, of players, but also um, playing his squad a little bit around the periphery. And it worked. He won three back to back European trophies, so I'm not going to argue with it. 
Well, that's the thing. I think last year and obviously a couple of years before that, we have lacked in depth in the squad. However, I have seen, I can't quote on where I saw it, but I have seen there is talks of maybe Ramsey going. Um, if you're going to get a good price of someone, I think time's now for Ramsey, to be honest, if he's going to go. Whereas, I think I think if he's not going to sign a contract, that, that's that got to be an option. Yeah, definitely. And not only that, I understand, obviously, with the homegrown player issue, but I don't know how many of the homegrown players it is now anymore because they keep chopping and changing the rules, I, I believe. I'm, again, don't quote me on is that it, one. I'm is not it five sure. or eight? Is it five or eight you're allowed? To, uh, but we, we've got... We've got Nelson coming through. We've got well, Mason Niles it, yeah. coming through. So You've got Nikita you know, they, as well. And I, yeah. I can't see him going out alone now the way he's playing. No. Um, no. I can see him playing a few more games this coming season. Because uh, he's been fantastic. Yeah, the homegrown... I'm just looking it up now. The homegrown player rule in the 25-man squad, you've got to have at least eight homegrown players. And it doesn't have to include under-21s. Yeah, I think isn't it, isn't it the under twenty ones? It doesn't matter where they're from. It's, it's twenty one yeah. to twenty five is I think what the count as homegrown, uh, you, and they yeah. don't come out come out of certain quotas. It, it, uh, anybody see Mexico and see the former Arsenal player Carlos Vela? What did you make of him? Twenty nine. He's still got a bit um, of pace, isn't he? He does. Miss him? No, no, no. He's he's playing over for. LAFC, I think. Not not even Galaxy or I think he's Rangers. just gone to Galaxy, Anthony. Or is it LAFC? No, it's LAFC is where he's playing at. It's still um, one of the new franchises still launching. I don't know. It's probably one in, that's in competition with um, this wanker Stan Kroenke, isn't it? And his LA Rams and his um, Arsenal-funded new stadium. Don't start me. Don't start. Yeah, don't let's start. not go there. And Joel Campbell. Um, uh, we touched on him... Uh, what do you reckon he will do with his um, with his contract at Arsenal? I think the thing is, we're missing wingers um, at the end of it, and you've just basically brought out two there with Vela yep. and <clears throat> sorry Campbell, but they're not really good enough for an Arsenal shirt. I just don't think they can cut it. Um, if you look at well, for instance, Vela, he played thirteen matches last year. Well, last season, 2017-2018, he's played 13 matches in the league and scored one goal. That was it. Um, is, a winger, is a winger not there to create the opportunities and the assists? What was his well, assists he had, isn't it, he had like? no assists. Okay, well, he shit then, isn't yeah. he? So he can go. <laughs> that, was, that was last year. Um, yeah, his stats have been not too bad throughout the years, uh, throughout the league. Um, you know, I mean, when he was at Sociedad. With yep. Campbell as well... He, no matter where he goes, he shows like, oh, look, he's, he's getting really good promise and this, that, and the other. But he's never shown it. He's maybe had yep. one or two games where he looks absolutely brilliant and then the rest of it, it's, oh, all right then. And he does have he does have an unfortunate attitude. It's, you know, yeah. like a demeanour about himself. He looks like, he's got like a face like a slapped arse half the time. Well, this is it. And when he played in, when he was at Real Betis, he played eight matches, scored two, one assist. Not bad for eight okay. games, I suppose, but he's only got in eight games out of how many of the play across there. Again, 38 games. It's not really good enough. And Lucas Perez hasn't made the Spanish squad, has he? No. No. I so don't believe he has. Would, would, you, would you have him back um, under a Spanish manager with Unai? Yeah, 
I think someone made a point a few weeks back uh, on another podcast. As you know, I'll listen to every, every there, one there, of there's, them. There's another one? Yeah, there's loads. <laughs> Uh, and um, someone pointed out that we do actually need a, th- like a third. I mean, we need a, a, a squad striker other than Daddy Welbeck because Welbeck is likely to leave. And I, th- it, I think that's it, where Nikita comes in. Yes, I think you also need that that youth option, but someone with a little bit more experience who can come in and say, "All right, I've had an experience just like this. I know what to do here." Whereas Nikita can come in and he, he's all youth, power and passion and everything. But sometimes you need a cooler head so if we're behind and we need to get a goal. And uh, a striker comes off injured or they're not fit in the first place. It's nice to have that experienced option on the on the bench. He could be that, you know, a Spanish speaker. He's familiar with Benega. Uh, with Benega. With uh, Emery. Yeah. So, you know, he does have his, his plus points. And he, before he came to us, before we ruined him, um, he was a bloody good striker. He had a very good strike rate. He was one of the best strikers in Europe for conversions. And that's, he was, I think he was only second or third behind Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. He was and, third. Yeah, third behind, behind the two of the best players who ever played the game. And he's third behind them. I think he weren't that bad. And we ended up, you know... I think some he was, he some was of his poor. misfortune with us could have been down to mismanagement, our, our our poor placement within the squad, and lack of support and building around him. I'm, I'm I'm sure when he's third behind Messi and Ronaldo, is because the majority of the squad uh, was he was the main man. You know, he was the man, um, and he's he was never the man at Arsenal. Yeah, we touched on it last week, didn't we, about him and uh... yeah. We did. We did mention, obviously, like I say, he was the best striker at the time in La Liga. He had so much promise coming into the Premier League. Again, yeah, it was. He was probably ruined that, but I don't know. It's just he's been back to La Liga. He hasn't really shown again what yeah, he can he's do. Had a poor season, hasn't he? He has, and I just don't think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna hold too much remorse for the for Arsenal as well. Because if you look what they did to him, they, they have ruined. Like you say, ruined a really good player, and is he really going to get that back, especially in an Arsenal shirt, which is probably one of his. You probably will regret or have so much remorse putting another shirt on for them reasons that we touched on last week. Possibly, but again, new beginnings and so on. But yeah, he he was a political pawn, as we said last week. So, yeah. what, what what one one last. Uh, Arsenal-linked player that we talked about um, is a Swedish chap. <laughs> I know where come this on. is going. <laughs> come on, say his name. Um, Mr. Larsen. Mr. Mr. Larsen, yes. <laughs> it's not what you said in your text message okay. when we were discussing okay. what we were okay. doing. I, I, I sent the um, the agenda through uh, to the lads just building, building the agenda in the week, and I was watching the Germany game, and I did have a beer, um, so that's my excuse. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I ended up uh, sharing um, the name of a very um, not-so-attractive lady called Hen- Herrick. Larson, meaning Henrik, but then knowing it wasn't Henrik and was going to change it, meaning it was Sebastian Larson. So, um, Sebastian Larson. 
No, Seb, Seb Blast. Go on. Just, just fucking go, Mike. Just go. Go on. Just, just fucking do me. Uh, uh, you're, you're digging the hole yourself. I'm just sitting oh, here enjoying it. I got my own, I got my own JCB. <laughs> that excavator's working really well. Fucking So he's 29. He's playing for Sweden. He's one of the main men. Um, uh, he's at Hull. Uh, come on, Northerner. You can uh, fill us in a little bit more. I don't watch Hull. For, for reasons. <laughs> what reasons? The naughty neighbours. Same. Oh, because yeah, it's Scunny's only around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, nah, yeah Hull, yeah. Hull isn't a great. It's an all right team. The one I think they've been out of the Premiership what two years now. Um, I'm not. I don't know if they'll come up again. But he 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 done a right for Sweden. I know Sweden struggled with strikers, didn't they? Um, uh, to to progress, but it's good to see. Uh, yeah. yeah, oh jeez. Well, they, they 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 survived probably two tournaments on the back of Zlatan just being as arrogant as he was and good fair play player. to him. A good player, good player. If we look at, um, that's some of the players that are out and about. We're looking at the squad itself. Um, we've signed a few players like, uh, and players been rumoured like Socrates and Taria and possibly Benega. Um, some are confirmed, some aren't. Who would you cash in on at this moment in time? We've got the likes of Ospina, Martinez, Jenkinsons, Billick, uh, Conan Bramel, um, the Jeff, Chuba Ak- Akbom, Arsenal, shirt sales, um, Holding, Colchelny, don't think you get a penny for him, Ozil, and Danny Welbeck. Would you add anybody to the list, and what would you do with these? Come on, Johnny. Uh, so, I think you just read out the list I sent you a few days ago. Uh, yeah, that's called um, poetic <laughs> license. <laughs> well, if we was to get rid of it, uh, players, it would be people like Ospina, Jenkinson, Billick, Cohen, Bramwell. Doesn't I don't really think he did much. It was worth a gamble. I think we only paid like hundred grand for him or something. You know, it's worth worth a shot. Um, but you know, Tuba Akpom, he hasn't, he's not going to cut it. Uh, he's just not signed for Wolves. No, that's uh, another one. Oh. Uh, Phobie, I think that's all. <laughs> yeah, he went, he went to Bournemouth, didn't he? And yeah. he was meant to be the next new, new big thing. And uh, yeah, but listen, Wolves will give him some good money, and they got some good, some good players. He's there not as a well. bad player, I think he's not a he's, bad player. No. He's one of them players that are probably mid table, bottom table of the Prem. I think he'll do all right. Oh, I think Nigeria just got a uh, a, a penalty. To uh, oh yeah yeah, Nigeria got a penalty against Argentina. If they it's still one nil on my stream, they're just taking a a throw in, so I'll be able to see the penalty decision in a second. I'm I'm on on the internet. They're still going. They're still going. Mascherano, he's had a terrible game. Anyway, uh, yeah, if we was going to get rid of players, uh, but uh, talking about players. Did you see the story today about Lewis Dunk? Yeah, yeah. I, I had heard some rumours about Dunk and a Brighton, uh, the Brighton player, and I can't remember where it was. About three or four weeks ago, I had heard some mutterings about it. And I, I really can't remember where it was. It might have been another podcast that I was listening to. <laughs> there is others, um, and uh, I, I'm. I did hear something, but that 
did look like a, a slow news day post, didn't it? I can see the the logic behind it because he would still he would go into a uh, homegrown status because he's he's English. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's English, and um, he's he's a decent defender. But I really don't see the point in signing him. Who would he? He would just be there for the numbers. He wouldn't be there for anything else. Well, he's going to be behind. He's, how many people is he going to be behind if Socrates comes as well? It's, yeah. It is. I agree with Fergus in some respect on that one. It's a slow news day, scraping yeah. the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> that's all it was doing. Just well, seeing that, this, pe- Nigeria oh, see this penalty for um, Nigeria. It's another one of these wrestling matches. Yeah. And uh, it will bring us on in a minute to our next subject, the VAR. But go on, saying, saying, go on. Yeah, yeah the, so they've scored it. So it's one all, and at the moment, Argentina are going out of the World Cup. Good, good. good. It means we can sign Benega a little bit sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. On that list that um, Johnny sent across to us, would you add anybody to to it at all, uh, Mike? Without looking deeper into it, I haven't, to be honest, done that. Um, not really. I think it is one of them type of lists that you would probably look at. Um, I, I, I think Ospina is probably for um, the high jump because I don't think uh, Leno or him would take a third spot as a, a third keeper. Yeah. What would happen to uh, Macy then? Martinez has had a shit loan spell. Um, I think his top flight career is over. Um, well, you say that. I think he's going to go back on loan to Getafe again because they've lost their keeper. They've, okay. I think their keeper is signed for Crystal Palace, if I remember rightly. Uh, okay, he's, so he's, he's, a bri- he's, a, he's a brilliant keeper. I think uh, they were fearing that they were going to lose him in January because his contract was up. But, um, yeah, Crystal Palace have got him now, so I think he'll probably go back to Getafe and be... First choice if they don't sign anybody else, but which I, is good. I, that at least we can keep him anyway. on our books if needs be. Yes, he would still he still counts as a as a homegrown player, but I still think it's more Matt Macy's same, and we've got loads of really good quality youth goalkeepers. And there was an article I read a little while back uh, about one of our youth goalkeepers who's is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, can't remember the little, the young lad's name, but we've got such a strength in depth in youth goalkeeping. I don't think we have got anything to worry about if we let uh, a, either or both of them go. And a new goalkeeping coach as well, mm-hmm. with the new attitudes and everything else. Hopefully, something different. Carl Jenkin, Jenkinson, um, he managed. He went out on loan to Birmingham City. I, I've got a soft spot for uh, Jenko. Um, just the corporal. Um, he went to school. I can probably see the back of the playing fields that he used to play football on from my house. He went to school uh, in Loughton. He's born in Harlow, uh, and his nan lives just about half a mile up the road from me. He's a really nice lad. I've not met him personally, but um, by all accounts, some people who have, he's a really nice lad. Um, Arsenal fan through and through, um, and I'd love to see. And I think when you talk about Jack Wiltshire and those sort of things, seeing people who genuinely love the club and genuine genuine fans go. But 
at this end of the uh, the scale with the money the, uh, that we're talking about, I suppose sentiment can't come into it. But it would be it would be nice to have it. But he managed twenty minutes at Birmingham City, um, and then he dislocated his shoulder, so he didn't really have a proper run last season um, to, to to get a, a a game. I thought he broke his leg again. He dislocated his shoulder within twenty minutes of the first game. Uh, I didn't think he broke his leg. I, I I do know he dislocated his shoulder. I don't know more than, any more than that. Oh, uh, Croatia I, I have scored. Know. Croatia have just scored. Yeah. I've got Croatia in the in the sweepstakes. So yeah, I've got just that pop up on here. That was. Uh, we have to circle back to how good that game was against uh, Argentina, though. At some point, what the Croatia <laughs> did three nil. Yes, go yeah. on. Go then. Go on. That, that game was phenomenal. The, the, their central midfield pair was out of this world. You think Rakitic and Modric were they they would match Iniesta and Xavi on their best days. They had an absolute blinder of a game. In fairness, there's a, there's quite a few uh, current and former Tottenham players having extremely good tournaments. Harry Kane is having a good tournament. Um, I think he's having a good two or three seasons anyway. Trippier for England has been outstanding. Uh, Modric, I know he moved up and upgraded to uh, um, a proper team. I oh, love that speaking of which, uh, did you see the Seth set? Oh my god, <laughs> Harry Kane's got so good now that he's ready to go to a big club. Oh, I yep. love. See that just one <laughs> in my heart again. I can see that happening after the World Cup. I really he's can. Just, he, he's he's only just, just signed a six-year six-year deal. Uh, but that's that's the thing that they do at Tottenham, isn't it? They'll get him to sign a deal and they can get a bit more money for him. That's uh, what they did with Gareth Bale before he moved to Madrid. I live in Swampland. I, I think he will have. I think he will have one season, as will Potocino have at least one season at the new stadium. Um, did you like that retractable roof that they've installed? Yes, the toilet yeah. top. Yeah, <laughs> mind you, I, 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 the, the, on that post where I came along, I said I've been driving down the A four or six North Circular um, quite a lot these days, and seeing it looks like Independence Day has landed in, in Edmonton. It is fucking huge. I never saw White Hart Lane uh, from the the main road before, but you can see that stadium. It is phenomenal. It's still a shithole. It will hold a lot of shit. Honestly, it will. Oh, it's, it's, it's only yeah, a couple that... of thousand more than Emirates, isn't it? It's it's only about a thousand because we've yeah. upgraded. Uh, we put an extra eight hundred posh seats in, ah. not real fan seats. So um, platinum we'll talk members. About, uh, platinum members. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. We'll talk about seats actually um, in a little bit. Um, so yeah, there's quite a few Tottenham players that are and former Tottenham players are doing quite well at the World Cup and the World Cup. It, in my view, um, I've actually quite enjoyed it so far. I think it's been entertaining because a bit like the Premier League has been over the last few years, is you can't really predict what's going to happen. And they're like Mexico beating Germany and and, and these sort of things. I, I I just think it's just anybody could win it like people are talking about Croatia winning it people are talking about Belgium winning it but they'll probably choke um, I, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it but the thing that's been probably more a talking point and I was just wondering what you guys thought about VAR what, what, what did you oh, think about how VAR, VAR the concept how it's been implemented here uh, what you change about it and mostly, what about those five dickheads in a fucking room? 
full kit, in full wankers. kit wankers. Yeah. Oh. Right. Well, I, if you don't mind, Johnny, I'm going to get started on this one because there's you something. Go for it. I, we go. It's been right pet hate for this one for this World Cup. Open the mic. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally. Um, well, on paper, absolutely sounded absolutely fantastic. Bring it into the World Cup again. Brilliant. Such a good thing to do. Uh, making a good statement on it to start with. As soon as I get to the World Cup, ruined it. I don't know, like you say, like you said about the full kit wankers, have literally just ruined it. How can five guys standing in front of TVs not see absolutely anything is beyond me. Uh, it, well, I say a room; it's more like a fucking bush shelter. But it, it's it, it's just ruined it, and I think the refs have ruined it as well. With I've seen the games where people are literally holding people in the prim, in the penalty box, they're just getting a talking to. You, if you, that was you know, in any other league, well, if that was in the league, any league, you'd get a red card for it. Simple. But, Mike, do you mind if I interrupt? Yeah. You talk about the the, the, the referees in there. Um, I I think the issue with... If you look at the one yesterday where uh, the referee changed his mind, um, gave a penalty that wasn't, wasn't a penalty. I think it was the Spanish game. Um, yeah, one at the... Portugal game that was Portugal, Portugal yeah. game yeah they, they they were on simultaneously yeah the Spanish game was the offside where yeah. the the lino gave an offside and VAR correctly uh, said that he was onside and that that was um uh, and you even see with Harry Kane with um well like I say word, some things work some things don't the problem is at the time it, it, it's the it rest. seems to it, yeah I was going to say it seems to be if you've got um and this is if you've got a, a referee from a lower status country with their league so be it like i don't know many of them are like the egyptian some of the african leagues um their referee they make a decision and then var say excuse me you might want to go back and review that they shit themselves we're on the big stage and they go oh maybe i've made a mistake yeah i agree with you so the VAR tell him to change his mind rather than the referee going, I'm not sure, and calling it in. Because if you do it in rugby, rugby, it's the call is by the referee on the pitch, not the referee in, in by the TV stand. Well, I think I think it still stands where the ref on the pitch still gets the final say. He does, um, and he changed his mind because he felt pressurised by VAR. Five guys saying to him, hmm, you should review that. Well, at the end of the day, that's what the, that's what they're there for. And the thing they, they need to look at the review, tell the ref, and say, "Look, we've looked at it. There's five of us in here. Stonewall, no penalty. Right, done." It's just, it is it's a simple wait, process. Wait, wait. The problem is, like you say, the problem is you haven't got again the strong enough people doing it. They keep chopping and changing the minds. They're crapping themselves. It, it's it's ridiculous. They've completely ruined a decent concept for me. I, I I think it, the concept it will remain and it will just change. And I also cannot stand the fucking screen by the side of the dugouts. What a stupid place to put it with a security guard standing there. Oh, why, not put a, why not? Why put not? Why not? On the big screen, like the big screen for everyone yeah, to see. Everybody can see, and then it becomes more of an experience. Where I watched uh, a game the other day, and um, there was a penalty shout. The game, the, the ball didn't go out. I was watching one this afternoon. The, there was a. We were talking and saying, mm, "Could be a penalty there." Or we'll have to wait for the ball to go out of play against. This was the Denmark France game, and. The ball didn't go out of play, and we're going. Well, when do you pull it back? When do you pull it back? It, and they can't stop and review VAR until uh, the ball goes out. It, it, it's just the mechanics of it. I think needs to change. Yeah, there. Is, like I say, there is a few things that do need changing. Um, 
for instance, if they're reviewing VAR, stop the clock rather than adding it on, adding it on at the end. Just stop the clock yes. while they're reviewing it and then crack on as soon as it's been done. That yep. that that flow better for me. There was actually a proposal to do something similar to that. I think it's Infantino uh, a few years ago said we should change the timing of the game so it's a stop-start clock of a maximum 60 minutes. Yeah, 30, 30 minute and a half, yeah. 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 Which would work, it'd be better. Cause... On paper, yeah, but I, I, I think it's too much of a wrench. I think there are things that work and things that don't work. There's, such there's, a big there's, there's stuff like that's tra- traditions within the game. It's a 90-minute game, you know, so... I get it, I get it, but, you know, I mean, with, with them bringing out the, all these new technologies and stuff, some things have to, you know, I mean, you have to have a bit of wiggle room somewhere along the line. I'll tell you um, what I think has worked for with the VIR is uh, the offsides, where they basically said, if it's if you're unsure or it's a bit touch and go, let play continue, let them score, and then we can say yes or no whether it's a goal. Because I think it's more exciting that if you then you eradicate the poor well, I say you eradicate it you minimise the poor offside decisions and that worked um, yesterday with the Spain goal where the line called offside uh, the goal went in um, and VAR went quite quickly went no actually you're wrong but yeah. he genuinely thought it was a good call you're not telling them to not take a good call. You're just yeah. going like going if it's a if it's a if it's a debatable call, just you know let it go. We 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 got your back, sort of thing. Yeah, well, that's another thing I sort of disagree on. Uh, I leave it for the linesman. Yeah, some of them can make some really dodgy mistakes at times, which that's what the VAR's there to do. Uh, you know, what I mean, to watch their back. Uh, let them. You know, what I mean, if you let the ref get on with it, let the linesman get on with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there is, I, I, it, I know you was making an example for the Spain match. Yeah, it was a really good call and stuff. I, to be honest with you, I missed it. I watched the other one. Um, I watched the Portugal game. Uh, but, but then you, you can, know, I mean, you I can... have seen on odd occasions where I think to myself, that is clearly offside. You can see it for miles off. And obviously, because the linesman again, again, is a bit like, oh, do I don't, I do I don't, uh, and it's not been given, and it, it, you know, I mean, the game's gone on. The, so Costa Ric- the Costa Rican goalkeepers lost a bollock. Oh, dear. Um, an Iceland forward has gone in and tackled him. And, oh, dear, I winced. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, you talked about the Portugal game. The Portugal game, um, the, the Ronaldo red card. It should have been a red card. You know, that you that go, should have been a red card. Yeah, okay, 100%. Yeah, and, and you go to the but Tunisia. I've seen, the, yeah. Sorry, go on, Tugs. Go on. I was going to say, you go to the Tunisia game uh, with um, VAR giving the penalty to Tunisia, which personally I thought was very soft. And I can watch it semi-neutral. I am supporting England. I am supporting Germany. Ooh, that's controversial. Uh, world peace and all of that. Um, <laughs> but uh, but um, I, I thought that Tunisia, when he leaned back into, uh, I can't remember who the defender was. I think it was Stones, was it? Um and uh, I didn't think it was much of a penalty. But then two minutes later, the exact same thing happens the other end to Harry Kane. And then two minutes after that, Harry Kane gets a rugby tackle, you know, and neither time did VAR pick it up. Well, this uh, is it. This is the thing that I'm arguing. It's like, it's not just the it's VAR not picking it up. They're doing it in front of the ref. It's not just England games. I've seen it for a while. I think there was one 
Obviously, you met you guys mentioned one a minute ago in, in the Nigeria game. Uh, you know, I mean, if they're grabbing all of it, they're just doing it all the time. And it's like, well, this is what I was saying about in the league. If you had any other league and you grabbed over and pulled someone over, it's a stonewall penalty. Chances are you'll probably get a red card out of it as well. But they're not yep. even giving anyone a card. I, I, again, it, it must be the poor refs because they're just... They're not even showing a yellow. <laughs> Anything like that, would de- by rights, would deserve a yellow card or possibly even a red. And it's just getting nothing. They're just getting a stern talking to. And they're not the bothered because they know they're not getting a yellow or a red, so they're going to carry on doing it. But hope- hopefully this tournament, they will sit down afterwards and learn by it. And if it's introduced... I know we're not getting it next season... Um, they're talking about 2020, 2021, possibly yeah. introducing it. Um, but that would be the earliest. And also what could be introduced, but and hopefully it's reviewed and altered slightly. And the quality of our referees in the majority of our referees in the Premier League and the championship, I would have thought, would get it as well, um, would allow for a better standard of VAR. Uh, I know there were some issues with the FA Cup semi-final, I think, um, with the VAR at Wembley and stuff like that. But uh, but another thing that could possibly come in in um, 2020, 2021 is safe standing. Um, you know what it's like. You come down the North Bank and everybody stands anyway. So... It's about time. Uh, We mentioned the stadium that uh, Tottenham are building. They've already built and uh, factored in the fact that safe standing will probably happen. They have a section um, with better seats than the Celtic seats, like those other semi-posh seats. Um, And they would fit like normal seats, but they can be locked up in place. And already they are preempting the fact that safe standing is coming back. Guys agree with it? Disagree with it? You know, some people might know people who are involved at Hillsborough or something like that. I don't know. I think even the the people behind the Hillsborough um, campaign have backed these new safe standing. The fact this is nothing like the old terraces. This is you know, highly studied and thought through. I mean, I, I've got my season ticket in the North Bank. My Twitter handle is North Bank uh, underscore Johnny. So I know what it's like to be standing all the way through the game. And to be honest, I'd much we'll rather have... We'll stand if we want. We'll stand yeah. if we want. We are the Arsenal. We'll stand if we want. And if we sung uh, half as much as you do, Fergus, it'd probably be a, ma- a better atmosphere. <laughs> uh, I do I do sing a lot. <laughs> I can vouch for that. I was stood next to him. <laughs> I, I think that, you know, uh, Arsenal as a club should be pushing to be part of it, not leaving it to the smaller clubs like West Brom and um, people like that to be sorting it out. Yeah, I know I it was understand. West Brom who introduced them rail seats, didn't they? Uh, you know, the we, we, no, West, West Brom went to the league about two, three months ago, I think back yeah, in April. Yeah, it got rejected, and, didn't it, there? And they got rejected, but they, it got rejected. The politics behind that was, well, basically politics, that the the league turned it down as a, like a one club, and they want they wanted basically like a class action. And then the petition came up, and once a petition gets 10,000 people on it, it has to have an airing in Parliament. And once it gets 100,000 people, which had 117,000, I think, on the petition, it has to have a debate followed by a vote. Um, I think by getting to that level, um, most of the... the, 
the, the, the stadiums, all the away fans always stand up, bar if you're Fulham. Um, uh, the, all the cop ends for most uh, stadiums stand up. Um, the only thing I think that will happen is for the areas that are not safe standing, they will enforce sitting. So if you're block five, block six, say, for example, with a safe standing at the Emirates, if you're in block seven, which you normally stand in at block eight, I think you'll be forced to sit down. On Are they moving? You know, I'm just giving examples, but I think there will be more enforcement of um, seated areas. Uh, and I don't think they'll have as big of safe standing areas as the demand will host, require. Well, if they just went to a football, a football game themselves, they'll soon see that people stand wherever. Yeah. It, yeah. it don't matter what thing. My local club has got standing ha, ha, area, ha, um, and they've had that f- ever since they moved, if you, you know, probably talking 20, 30, maybe even 40 years ago, when they moved into a, the stadium that they're in now. And that's that's always been standing. And they had the standing when they was in the championship. Um, I think there is other clubs as well, especially around my area, that do have still have standing, uh, still have, you know, they have standing, which a lot of them... When, you, uh, came, you came, are doing that in Parliament. You came, you came in and came down uh, the North Bank with me. I did. Um, yeah. And did was your seat there, or was your seat somewhere else in the ground? Uh, my original seat was uh, the clock end, but I was on the top tier. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which so, I agree. You know, what I mean, maybe if you're on them the top tiers or a tier, I think I agree the they should the be up- seated. Yes. Um, but when you're at the bottom and stuff like that, does it really matter? People stand all the time anyway. The two cop ends should always be standing, in yeah. my view. That's that's where all the atmosphere was. But you look at, in all the seats around where we were, and we're not going to give our row number or anything, names or anything else, uh, uh, way too much. We've got <laughs> names, yeah, but you, you know what I mean. But there was two, three people to a seat. You know, uh, and that is a regular occurrence. It happens. Uh, half time when the, the play changes from the clock end to the north bank, people come from the clock end lower and they come to the, the north bank up, uh, north bank lower, and vice versa. I've done clock end uh, some some first half, so if, if it's a good game and I've got people down there, and you just you just mill in. It's, it's the way it is. The way it is. I have to say, I've got the allocation. Sorry, Johnny, go on. I was, I was going to say, I've not actually done that myself. I've always been too too uh, scared to get kicked out. All you can do is go back to your own seat. Go, oh, sorry, mate, I just came down to see somebody. Uh, yeah, so I can't, oh, sorry, I took a wrong turn in the toilets and uh, <laughs> went thought, halfway around the stadium. I thought 25 was five. Oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think with it, you know, I mean, it's completely different now to what happened at Hillsborough, uh, where they just over oversell the tickets and stuff uh, you know i mean there's a lot a lot the, more the, into look, it than just that the, I do the, know. The, the, there was and you know i mean there's a lot more me, things yeah. which i'm not going to get into but no. you know i mean it was a different time a different age and completely different health and safety protocols um but that's as far as i'm going to go with that but you get your allocation allocated seating uh you know obviously with the emirates it's 60 odd thousand people is it sixty one thousand people now then it's nearly sixty-one. Yeah, I think nearly sixty-one thousand. Yeah. yeah, so you know you can't. They're not going to sell over that. It's. I mean, people mingle, people move about. It's always going to happen, no matter what stadium you go to. It's always going to happen. So, um, five-word game. 
I know Mike was very organised, and I know, Johnny, you probably didn't have a huge amount of time. I've um, never organised. Never organised. Uh, do you want to scribble down something quickly and while me and Mike do five words, and then you can ask? I'm going to um, go off the cuff, me. Yeah, go off the cuff, right. Well, I'll tell you what, do you want to really go for it first and live at, live on the edge? Let's live on the edge. Right. Five words, you can ask Mike. Mike, you ask me, and I'll ask Johnny. No worries. Uh, I'm going to go with a topical one. Uh, rail seating. It's got its potential. It's, like I said, we've just discussed it, haven't it, really? Yeah. And all that. So, yeah, it's definitely got its potential, and it's... It's something to look into properly. You can't. It, it shouldn't go down to these politicians who are just going to straight up dismiss it because they can't be bothered to get into an argument with people. Yeah, too 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 busy covering money. their own asses. I, I, I also think that it would stop some of the gentrification of football. Yeah, exactly. definitely. Especially at Arsenal, right? Uh, Ever Benega. I like him. He's definitely a good player. He's been around. He's been around for a long time. What is he? Twenty nine now. Time, yeah. um, he's, he's, he's been around he's a good player uh, for me he's more of a box to pop box player um, he's not a playmaker oh my god how did you miss that sorry Igalo <laughs> like, ju- just missed an absolute sitter in the uh, Argentinian box sorry you're alright <laughs> and it's a penalty for Iceland I think it is are they playing in white no there's no penalty there I've, is... I've been watching that game and there's no penalty. I'm watching it now at 75 minutes. Next word. Sorry. <laughs> Next Goal. word. Goal. Iceland won, Croatia won. I've missed that then. <laughs> You're behind. You're behind. I'm not. I'm on 60 76. I'm too busy. I'm too busy watching this. This is too much more fun, isn't <laughs> it? It is, yeah. <laughs> oh, they've gone to VAR again. Very. Oh. They might be getting a penalty. They might be getting another penalty in Nigeria because the defender handled it on his arm. Yes, I saw that. That was a, te- a penalty, I thought. Um, go oh, on. He's going to, he's going number, to number three. Come on, number Mike. Th- um, um, Johnny. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Oh, God. Right. Um, Us men are no good at fucking multitasking, aren't we? <laughs> nope. <laughs> when it comes to football, I can, I can barely concentrate when it's football and a blowjob. Anyway. I was keeping that to my head. <laughs> but you're no, right. We're all thinking it. We're all you're not fucking it. half wrong. <laughs> oh, I think we might have a title. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my head's gone now. <laughs> I've had my beer. That's my problem. <laughs> right, number three. Come on, Johnny. N- number three. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I'm gone. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> I got the giggles now. Anyway, well, uh, then you got to do a boo, eh? The Joker. <laughs> oh, you can have that one then. Got it, boo, eh? I like to boo, eh? <laughs> you only come see a boo, eh? That's it. Come see a boo, eh? <laughs> Started the singing look. That's why you wanted to say a boo, eh, Johnny? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go on, last last one. Last, last one, Johnny. One. Um goodbye, Jens Lehman. Yeah, his attitude was disgusting. 
I think I think the way he should have reacted the way he did, but I think they should have given him a bit of a more more of a chance. Well, we had this discussion again last week, didn't we? Uh, end of the day, new manager is always going to bring in his new staff. Unfortunately for him, one of them was a goalkeeper, uh, goalkeeper uh, coach. No penalty on VAR. No penalty. Ball to well, hand. That's the thing, though. He did. He wasn't a goalkeeping coach. He was a first team coach. Oh, yes, he was just there. a coach. Oh, was yeah. he just a first team coach? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apologies, yeah. then. I thought he was a goalkeeping coach. No, he, no. He, he's actually publicly said he never wanted to be a goalkeeping coach. He wanted to be a, a general first-team coach. Well, when you've got two assistant managers and, or two yeah. assistant head coaches, it, it's difficult to keep a first-team coach. Yeah, I think... Especially I think with he, a head coach and two assistant head coaches with Steve Bold and... I can't remember the other guy's name now. I've lost it since last week. Don't ask me. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> going to do it. Your name's terrible. <laughs> right, Mike, come to me. Come on. Right. Uh, things that I've seen on the forum, hashtag JW10. Is that going to be a new thing, do you reckon? Hashtag JW10? What? Jack Wiltshire 10? Yeah. Well, is he going now? to be remembered? Uh, I, I probably would... No, I'd just call him Jack. Yeah. Because he's been so many different numbers over the years. He never held on to 10 for that long, did he? he what, have it? Two seasons? Two seasons, yeah. Yeah, but TH14. And DB10. DB10, yeah. yeah. DB10, he owns it, you know. Yeah, this is it. This is the thing, that's what I was saying, like, you know, is that going to be the next thing with that, G? No. It, I don't know, it's only what I've seen, what people no. have put on stuff like that. Nah, I, He's I gonna was be the same. I'd, just Jack. Jack, or Wilshire. Just Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than just William, that's you on my age. Another yeah, thing I, that I saw, that... Arsenal's history... Okay, is it's that po- not, yeah? Uh, it's about a post that someone posted on the forum. What Scott Scott put on about? Yeah. Um, was it Whitaker? Was it the, yes, one of the older managers? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What it, I, I thought was a great post, and I said, "Well said," because yeah. there there is a generation. Okay, they, they, I'm I'm a little bit older, and and I didn't come to Arsenal until um, the, like the early nineties, but I do remember a couple of managers before Wenger, only for a short period of time, but. It does seem, because Wenger had been there for so long, it does seem yeah. like it was uh, Arsenal FC rather than Arsenal FC. And forget about Wenger in, Wenger out, bollocks. But there is further history. The only other people that were really ever talked about very much were Herbert Chapman, but none of us were ever alive for that. And uh, off recent times, George Graham again because of the 89. Um, but no, I think it's good. I think we should know more history about Arsenal, you know, especially for some of the younger generations and, and the, the latecomers like me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same boat with that. I'm, you know, I mean, I'm, when I started first, first started supporting Arsenal was during the Wenger years. Um, so again, I'm the same with George Graham. I knew of George Graham. I didn't obviously see too much of him because I was only a young kid a really young kid when he was around. Um, so it's it's just one of the things. Should people should we look more into our own history, and should new potential fans look into the history as well? I think. Listen, my experience from doing the forum over the last three or four years, um, and now the podcast. Um, I was a fan before, but. Uh, am I a fanatic now? I don't fucking know. Uh, but um, I've learned more about the club by sharing information with my fellow fans and some of the guys on 
uh, IE Heard, uh, Arsenal Away Boys, some of the other uh, other groups, and getting some of the information and meeting some of the guys of the football and the stories, and uh, then you get a bit more knowledge and you can talk to people. And, and, and I think it becomes a more immersing experience if you know a bit more about um, about your football club. I, I agree, but I think you learn more when you're sat at the pub talking to your fellow fans and there's different generations of fans in the yes. same at the same table. Yes. But we need to pass it on to the next oh, generation. Of course, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm far so. too antisocial for all that bollocks. <laughs> yeah, you you carry on having your beer and uh, your blowjob on football. Yeah, I'd rather stick stick to that, thanks. Yeah, yeah well, fair play, fair play. <laughs> Come on, next. How many have I done? Ah, uh, Pascal Seagang. A donkey. <laughs> Another one I was going to put in is poli- oh! politi- yeah. <laughs> politics in football with the Xhaka and Shakiri little slurs that they did. Uh, shouldn't be. Listen, um, you do. You look at poppies on the sleeve for England with Remembrance Day and stuff. Uh, England versus Germany. Um, I personally, I've got a huge amount of time for the ex-servicemen. Uh, and the men and women that have like given their lives for the country, but that's a uh, it's a British Army thing. Um, the Irish done something with the lily uh, to do with Irish politics. They've done that. It, it's going to piss somebody off along the way. Of course, it is. Um, McLean gets absolutely pelters for refusing to wear a shirt with a poppy on it. Just fucking. You know, get a red card the week before. Do what they used to do when they didn't want to play um, for like Christmas and stuff like that, or feign an injury. But don't make a political statement one way or the other. I sort of agree, but it's it's just one of the things that you're never ever going to control. I think I mentioned it again on the forum. It's yeah, it's a naughty thing to do. But there's so many people before him that you know, what I mean, before Jacka and Shakiri did it. And, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. and there's going to be people after it as well. It's always going but, to be there. But Unfortunately, you it's one of them things that... You can't let it slide, otherwise... No. I think they got a fine in the end, didn't they? But uh, Yeah, both the club and and players. Yeah. But, you know, it's just one of them things, isn't it? It's, it's never, you're never going to stop it, and you're never going to... You never you know what I mean? It's, you're never not going to see it anymore. And my final one would be Ox. I liked him. I'm and sad he he's... went, to be honest. Yeah. I think we got paid top dollar for him. I. Yeah, oh, we I... got top money for him. Definitely. But, but I think he's playing better since he's been at Liverpool. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I think it's something that we've dearly missed this season in a winger. Uh, yeah, we've been talking about it all. We started this uh, podcast in November. And I think since Christmas, we've been just talking about winger, 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 winger. And everything that Unai Emery has done so far, um, and potential signings and signings and so on, have been really good in the areas that we needed, in defensive midfield, uh, centre-backs, competition for uh, Bellerin, a keeper. Keeper. Um, the one area now, uh, having more of these Benegas and Torias and multiple people in the same area... I worry that we won't have the outlet in, in, in that we need a winger. No, I agree. It's one thing I'm sort of drifting to think, oh, God, here we go. We're getting done with another midfielder. Yeah, it's yeah. a very good midfielder. But where's that, where's the width? That, we that, was width. My, 
that's my point from earlier on saying where are all these people going to fit in and you know rotation yeah, and I agree. Yeah. thanks Mike no problem Johnny uh, are you available or has she left the room uh, you know oh th- thankfully the, the only pussy around me at the moment is my cat George <laughs> <laughs> right okay right I have got five words for you. The first word is um, Ivan Gazidis. No, no, he's he's not as bad as people give him credit for. We don't for. use that word on here, but go on. No, you I can edit it out. Oh! Edit it out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Argentina just scored. They've just saved their World Cup in the 85th minute. Oh, I'm not editing that bit out. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm, a, I'm about 30 seconds behind you. Oh, that's a good <laughs> I don't goal. Know if Iceland well. win this one, they're out. Yeah, yeah. If the, uh, are they draw it at the moment. Less than two Ooh. and a half minutes to do it. Not just about two and a half minutes to get in. <laughs> Maradona's almost falling over the balcony, flipping everybody off. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. I get myself in fucking trouble. So Ivan get these days. You don't like him very much. I'm not. I wasn't too keen. Uh, I have actually met him, um, and he's just your typical. Exec, so, very slimy, but he there. He's there to do a job. He's he's been there for what ten years. We got him from Nike. He's a commercial director. He's not a foot, you know, a sort of majorly football centric guy. He's an accountant. Yeah, and they and Arsenal is run as a business. At the end of the day, Arsen was the half of the the, the directors. That was to do with the football, and the other half of the directors was Gazidis to do with the business. Now we have to devolve, and that's that's why he's getting a little bit more involved with certain things. And we've got more directors. You've got that, you know, that trinity of of directors now with uh, Sven Mislintat and Raul Sainehi, as well as you know a couple of other board members. Did you yeah. know that Steve Morrow is a uh, board member? Uh I'd heard the name. I didn't know he was a board member. No. Yeah. Anyway. He's, he's listed. Anyway, but we digress. Yeah. We digress. Um, I like him. No. I think we've just been shown a different, you know, I mean, a, the wrong side of him. I, through, I, I through must admit, Wagner, I, to be honest. I, I must admit, I didn't like him. I'm now, uh, I liked his balls and, sh- and his, uh, the way he signed Perez against Wenger, although it ruined Perez, um, and the way he done the catalyst for change, and if it looks like stuff is happening, and it looks like there's a proper structure forming within the club, but let's wait and I see. Think you'll, I think you'll Jury, find as jury's well. Jury's out. I think you'll find as well a majority of these clubs, uh, a majority of clubs now are going to be more run as a business if you look at it. Uh, They're multi-million. They're multi-million. Well, this is it, and I think if you've looked in, if you looked in the news as well, and You've seen other places signing, like West Ham and Everton. They've signed their new. You know, I mean, they've been signing directors, directors been signing, of football. Yeah, yeah, and they've just been signing a couple of managers or head coaches now, like we have. I think you'll yeah. find all it is all going that way now. And I'm going to interrupt. Persic just scored, so Iceland have think they've gone. Who's just scored? Uh, uh, Persic, uh, Croatia. Uh, Croatia. All oh, right. Okay. Right. Well, next Claire. one. North North Bank or Clock End? North Bank. North Bank, we're the North Bank, we're North the North Bank. Bank. Ivory. Um, Rooney Dive, 50th game. Spoonie. 
He'll, he'll always be the unmentionable name to me. Okay. Um, for people who've listened to the podcast, uh, some of these I have used before, but not on not on these lads. So we're just trying to use them. And the final one, talking about history, um, white Herbert Chapman shirt. Uh, I've I've got one, and I've actually got a second signed one as well. Okay, it's just people didn't like Arsenal playing in white. Uh, I quite liked when we had that third white kit. Yes, I don't know. Fabregas and that goal. Yeah. Mm. Was it white and maroon? Wasn't it? Yeah. Was it it homage to the Hyrie thing as well? Wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. See, I like the maroon kit as well. I've still got mine. I don't mind the maroon kit. I uh, I like the 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 Herbert Chapman just because of the script on it. But Yeah. 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 I think that's it, isn't it, lads? Yeah, I think we're, well, we're literally in stoppage time in the Argentinian game, so it might be nice to, to to pick a subject just so we can get on in case something controversial happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, I'm still at 89. It's just gone 90 minutes now in the Argentina game. And the I'm about other 25 game, seconds ahead of you. Yeah, and the other game is 90, so I'm just using BBC iPlayer and so on. But. That's four minutes left in the Croatia. Well, four minutes extra time, so it's about nearly three minutes, just over three minutes. Well, lads, it has been um, a bit of a trying time to get back on again uh, because we had some uh, issues with Johnny and trying to get um, uh, through the tubes and the trains and, and the saunas. <laughs> Um, and obviously, then we had to get electricity up north to to Mike. Oh God! Uh, yes, I'm yeah. sat here with a wind up. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's got a wind up radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually packed my uh, laptop charger because I'm moving house this week, and I, I'd actually packed it away in a box. So well, whilst we were setting up, I was rustling through boxes on mute. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll edit out all that noise because I'm good like that. Yeah. Well. On on that subject, that's what I've got to do for the rest of my evening. I'm going to edit this and try and get it up tonight. Um, the uh, podcast, nothing else, Johnny. Just behave yourself. Oh, straight through the keeper's hands. Sorry. <laughs> I was just watching that Croatia goal. He went straight through his no, hand. He looked like a Fabianski. Well, listen, we might as well stay on for a few minutes until these games finish because we're, we're, we're all watching them together. <laughs> who, who, Off the teams that you see, who can you see winning the World Cup at the minute? You know what? I actually think that Spain are still in with a chance if they can pull themselves together a bit. But my dark horses are Croatia. You'll be glad to hear if you're uh, a sweepstake. sweepstake. Yeah. Uh, I actually think they're, they're playing, along with Mexico, the best football. And you're not, you're not the first person to say that. I, 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 there are numerous people that all say... Wow, Croatia, Croatia, Croatia. And a lot of them are like um like the Swiss team. They're they're, they're all like a mixture of like German stroke just that middle Europe yeah. sort of players. They're not, not all necessarily they might have links to Croatia, but they're playing in they're playing in, in some big leagues and big teams. You've got a lot yeah. of them playing for big clubs to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean you've got Modric, Rakitic, uh Mandzukic, Mandzukic Persic, um that the guy who I mentioned earlier, Kovac, uh, is it Kovacic who plays for Real Madrid? Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, it, it, I, think Lovren, good... I know he's at Liverpool, but you know, he's been, been dippers uh, and all that. He's been brilliant. He's been absolutely brilliant, Lovren. I always he thought has, he's yeah, a bit of a liability for Liverpool, but he has played brilliantly for his country. Uh, I think uh, I said Croatia from the beginning. Um, I think I stuck a 
cheeky five quid bet on him at, eight, at 40 to 1. So that'd be nice if that comes in. That's what about Belgium? Point. What do you reckon on the England Belgian game on Thursday night? Uh, I think they're going to take it easy on each other. Don't expect fireworks. They're both through, they don't need to do a lot. I, I think the opposite. I actually think that uh, it's a statement of intent. Whoever can, if any, like either of them win convincingly, I, I think it will send a bit of a shock through the rest of the teams because everybody's pretty stuttering. I mean, you look at Argentina. The, you know, this is the end of their time of the game. We're in the ninety fourth minute, fourth minute of injury time out of four minutes, and they're literally just about qualifying. And people before were saying that the end. Yeah, the Germans. Could, well, the problem with Argentina is they're all forwards and no defence and no keeper. It's they're, they're always going to struggle. And they, they struggle through like? a lot. Well, yeah. <laughs> they well, we're not as good. we haven't got as forwards like Argentina though, have we? To be fair. Uh, well, me, me, Messi Messi rarely performs for Argentina. Exactly. Once he had about, yeah. I think Harry Aguero, Kane is... Aguero turns up for City, but he doesn't turn up for. Argentina yeah, he got dropped, either. didn't he? He got dropped this evening. Yeah. Well, and this the, is it. He's, he's just one of them ones that will turn up for his club, but he won't turn up for. Well, you Croatia have won. That yeah. one's over, and so have Argentina. Lads. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Been a pleasure. It's, it's been a pleasure, as always. Uh, thanks very much. And um, I'm sure we'll all be on at some point. Well, I will. <laughs> um, but I'm sure we will all be back on uh, at some point over the next few weeks. It just sure. really depends on how the news uh, transpires over Arsenal. Uh, it might go quiet over the next week or so because transfers aren't really happening because nobody's signing any contracts or anything like that. Um, but yeah, you have been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons with myself, Fergus, uh, Johnny and uh, Northern Mike. You're now Northern, not Norfolk anymore. Uh, Northern That's Mike. Better. <laughs> that <laughs> is no better. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's been uh, really good. We shout out to Manny, who's in New Orleans getting smashed on hurricanes. Yeah, we're uh, all jealous. Yeah, we're all very jealous. We're all going to have a beer now, I think. Um, do like us, uh, do review us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. If you want to follow us, we're on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons. And on Twitter, we are at Guns and Ribbons. If you want to email us, you can email us on info at gunsandyellowribbons.com. Thanks very much, everybody. See you later, lads, and up the Arsenal.